There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Thank you. Silence the voice. The gimpy version, broken down mess. Although I'm getting a little upset that Brett's out of his sling right now. That that is not simpatico, my friend. Stay in the sling at all times because I'm watching you get all mobile. I'm getting upset. Well, luckily, I can. I got the 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 armrest here goes high enough to where it holds it about where my uh, where yeah. my sling is, so I can move it there. But for those of you who don't know, because our podcast broke yesterday, the first couple hours, uh, I of course had that silly shoulder surgery, so I'm you know it was predetermined I was going to come back from vacation in a sling with an arm that doesn't work, completely useless. Yesterday morning, Brett shows up in a sling, broken arm because <laughs> dummy fell down at the Shelby Center. Where is trying that? to sign a wall? It's in Vegas. It's Where, like though? about four miles uh, south of like. Did uh, they have test tracks up there? I don't even know about. No, that. no, no. It's just a. It's just where they manufacture them. They got. I, they got a. They got a track up there that they use, but yeah. it's not on ground. Has that always been in Vegas? Uh, for years. No kidding. Because you're like a, a Mustang. Yeah. Super. It's right up against the the freeway that runs the backside of like the uh, Aria and all that kind of stuff. Whatever freeway that is, I don't know 15, what it is. Yeah. So it's basically on like one of the uh, side roads or the huh. service roads, just right off the back. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, you can see it from the freeway when you're coming in. I but, had no idea. Yeah. That's an interesting walkthrough. They have all the old Mustangs and things too. Yeah, they had some of the old ones, and uh, and is that you know, all they producing did? all the new stuff? Mustangs, one hundred percent. Well, Shelby, Shelby back in the day started with Mustangs. Went to the went Cobra. to uh, yeah. Then he did some Dodges. He had those Daytonas oh, and those right. those Omnis and stuff. Not yeah. a fan of those. No. It's not <laughs> much to be a fan guy. of. It's weird, though, because Brett looks, nah. There's a guy <laughs> that lives by my house that has like seven from the late 60s all the way through to yeah. like now. And every time I've had Bert in the car, I'm like, we'll go by that house. And every time, not one of them's had like salines. I'm like, I saw three. There's a maroon one, a brown one. Like the, He's got three of the salines out there. I'm like, You're, you'll love it. Drive by and there's an old 34 pickup or something. Is I forget how old that old pickups in his front yard. And I'm like, well, he doesn't have it today. And when I'm taking you back, we'll go by again. Nothing. I drive home without him. They're all they're in the yard. They're everywhere. They're like just stacked on top of each other. I'm like, there's 35 Mustangs here. Like five minutes ago, this Mustang. For you just stopped and gotten out. Oh, a few yeah. of the times to see some of these old. The guy's got. There's a Eleanor. <laughs> oh, he's got a collection, but you've never seen it. No. Because it's it, like the one time we went by, I think the vanilla ice one was out there. I'm like, all right, well, that's no good. Just keep going. It's not, uh, yeah. So it was very uh, it's interesting because you broke your arm. It's stupid. Hey, I just found out uh, because uh, we were on uh, vacation last week and I was drugged up and I don't have my emails uh, at the house and stuff like that. So uh, a, good, a good person from this building has moved on, not died. Well, maybe. I don't know. I haven't spoken to him for a while. Bruce is not with us anymore. Yep. Our national sales guy, Bruce, yep. is... Uh, is is no longer in the building. And I found that out because all my emails this morning right. are congratulating Steve Moynihan for this job that Bruce had. I'm like, wait a second, that's Bruce's job. How come? It's we not, got Bruce for two more weeks. We handled it the right way. Right. But uh, how hard is it for Bruce? Because, I mean, let's face it, the reason, I, I don't know if this is lawsuit worthy or not, but the reason Bruce is fired is because he's too old to work here, right? I mean, that's, that's really it. Did he get fired? No. 
he just told you're too old. Trip walked into his office and said, you know, there is... There has got to be a limit to how old you can be. He hasn't been able to walk into his office for a year, by the way. Right. Well, yeah, because of his age. Been in the, he hasn't been in the so building. So it's COVID-related because yeah. he's so old, he can't possibly come in and work here because he's fragile. And Trip of all people, Trip had to wander in and go, yeah, um, my two fake hips are telling your two fake hips to hit the bricks. <laughs> We've got too many fake hips. <laughs> we got too many. Holmberg's new arm, this is getting out of control. So, I, But I'll miss Bruce. He was one of my favorite people here. He's been at KUPD. God, it's oh from before KSLX, Pratt even. before that. I don't know. He's here forever. He's been yeah. part. I don't know. I don't know Bruce's history, but I know it's long. And uh, you stay. Well, you might run into him at the Tex AZ Grill. You will. You'll see. So you him heard at my Tex story Fest. about Bruce, right? When huh. I was in sixth grade, I took a oh, that's right. uh, tour of the radio station KXXL in in uh, Bozeman, my hometown. Bruce was the manager of that station. Oh my yeah. God! Yeah. The, and to, and, and, and he crazy. was no gypsy. He's a he's a radio tip your cap yeah, guy yeah. because he's. He stuck it out in basically in one place, and that's nearly impossible. So I'll miss that guy. I'm finding out my emails. I like Moiny and stuff downstairs, but when I'm reading like all the stuff, and I'm like, uh, "What's going on?" Like, and I started getting texts yesterday on my regular phone. Say, "Hey, Steve's the new sales manager." I'm like, "Sales? Who got fired?" Like Bruce? Oh, Bruce died. That's it. Bruce died. And I haven't heard. <laughs> Is there a funeral? So Moynihan texted me. I texted him. I said, "Hey, congratulations on uh, taking uh, you got." get all the mothballs and all the weird stuff out of his office. And he laughed and he goes, I, all, the only thing I can do now is F it up. And I'm like, highly possible, Moiny, you can do that. And I said, but I'm pretty sure Bruce did this job for like 60 years. In the last five, he was legally dead. So I think it's a pretty <laughs> easy game. bring us apples every morning. Yeah, oh, he was the best. Yeah, Bruce brought us apples. And unfortunately for Brady, Toledo would eat half of one in front of him and leave it <laughs> on the pudding. But uh, yeah, one of my favorite people in this building was Bruce Olson. So uh, it'll be different for sure. Whenever the ratings were down... Bruce was always – he always oh, found the one thing about Bruce it. Bruce was that very was close to being a human lassie. <laughs> when things didn't go right, he'd just stand in your, the door of your office going, ha, 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 what is it, boy? Ha, ha, ha. Is everything okay? Ha, ha, we lost Home Depot. Who's what in the happened? well? Who's we lost, in the well? We lost Home Depot. Why? Because of what you did. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. Ha, ha, ha. Look, oh, follow Bruce. There's, a, there's Home I'll Depot. I'll get it back. I'll get it back. Home Depot's trapped in the well. <laughs> is there trouble downstairs? Harp, harp. Yes. Ha, ha. He'd get real nervous, but he was one of the best people. You never met him, uh, Brett, because you, you were never around people in the building. Yeah, I've seen him once or you twice, guys worked I think, here when I came the here same amount the of time. 300 years, <laughs> never once crossed paths. But, yeah, Bruce was one of the best. So, uh, And I learned that through all the congratulations emails for Steve. And Moynihan, you may remember, is the schlub that was in the commercial. Yeah. He was the before picture. He was the pre-Justin, or yeah. Dustin. And I hope... So, yeah, do you know that story? No. So Moynihan is uh, Average Joe. Yeah, yeah. One of the nicest dudes down there. Oh, he's a great guy. I like Steve. The ladies downstairs pull the most unbelievable reverse me too on Moyni. And they're like, I have to do a – it was Kristen, right? It was I a creative have, idea. I have to do an idea for a video, and I need um, – Steve, I need you to climb into this old car. I think it was Toyota. This old, but it's fine. The Toyota had nothing to do with it. It was them. This old car, and then um, drive it around. It becomes the new car. And when you get out, it w- w- just go. So, Everything's improved. So, yeah. So, Steve gets in the car. Schlub gets in the car, hops in, shuts the door. <laughs> and then, magically, the, ca- the, it, like, the car transforms into this beautiful thing. And out walks Dustin from KDKB. So, what, basically, what they're saying was, you're the gross, disgusting before. We who climbs the schlub. Yeah, you're the schlub. 
and this is what you could be like. This is the beauty of the new thing. Like here's old, wow. ugly, here's ugly, and I'm like, and I'm like, all right. Because I defended him, and he's like, oh, that's defending me? I'm like, yeah, it's defending you, because you try that downstairs. All right, all right, uh, I need a— Try casting that you know with what? the girls. You, lady, come here. I need you to be the before, and then I'm going to get a hot model get out of the car. But you are perfect for, like, everything no one wants to be. And they did it to Moiny. So Just imagine doing that in the sales department. Okay, oh, yeah. uh, I'll need you, and then we need someone that's I need hot. somebody gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, <laughs> and then I'm going to hire a model. She's going to be beautiful, and she's— and when it when it all gets good, <laughs> when it all gets good, uh, you'll you'll not be in it anymore. And the beautiful lady will be. What, what I'm trying to say is, you're the before photo of everything I never want to be. And they did it to Morney, so now he's in a position of some sort of power. And I hope he wields payback that. time. I hope he swings that sword and makes them do before after videos with every woman down there. That was the meanest thing any meanest thing that's ever happened in this building was to Morney, and he was so you know what? accommodating. He- he did a great job at it. Yeah. It was funny. Hop in the co- It wasn't. It was mean. <laughs> Hop in the car and you become an incredibly handsome gay guy. What? <laughs> <laughs> and it was just some sort of spec thing they were going to send off to clients. And so it was great. But yeah, so uh, Bruce, far too old to have a job. We had to get rid of him. And Moynihan gets his payback now, which I think is fantastic. So I'm pretty sure that's in the email somewhere. I didn't get the Bruce email yet, but if I go back... Nobody say, reads to the bottom. It is uh, with great regret that I say Bruce is far too old to work here. I don't know if there's statutes or laws, but I can't stand listening to his bones creak. We're going to let him go. Whatever retirement community he ends up, he's got a hell of a bingo call. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Oh, the pipes on him. Wasn't he the voice of the Montana State... Bobcats. Bobcats. Yeah. Football. Uh, I don't know if he did basketball. And his oh, son Kellen now is the Suns insider. Oh, that's in right. That's right. He works yep. at a sports station. Yep. That's right. Uh, he's just uh, one of the best people you'll ever know in the in this stupid industry, and and he survived it for God. Looking at him, he had to be 80, 80 90, something <laughs> like that, eighty five at least. He was in it since he was since before radio. I think yeah. <laughs> he was doing radio right before Marconi hit the, hit the button. <laughs> It's, so congratulations to him and to our friend Moiny for a little upgrade. But, man, I hope Moynihan – if I was Moynihan, I'd take that office and all I'd do is put, like, dojo stuff up, swords on the walls. I'd let everybody know I am crazy and I mean business. And every video I do is, all right, I need a fat schlub to start the video, a lady, lady oh, volunteers. Because if you don't volunteer, I'm going to pick you. You. Line it up. What? You look old Not and me. used up. You bag of bones, come with me. Ladies, are you trying to get rid of your crepey skin? You, Jill, come here. You're the you're the before. <laughs> hey, just you all were in on it. It's going to be like Carrie. Just, all, he's just going to stand there with his arms in the air, and everybody's covered in blood in the end. Good for you, Moynihan. Finally, standing up to that stuff. I'm all about fixing things, and that was what I was going to talk about with the Bachelor. So last night on the uh, after the final rose ceremony, uh, Emmanuel Acho, who was you know thrust into this position in a weird way. Sits down and becomes the new host of The Bachelor for an hour, where he just interviews all the people at he's the a end. Former NFL, yeah, right? and he's really he's got a great podcast, and he's you know he's a reasonable um, uh, modern kind of uh, activist, I guess. He he picks his topics that aren't necessarily uh, going to be kosher to everybody. And oh, his, his podcast was uncomfortable conversations with a black man. Yeah, and he basically says this is not going to be comfortable sometimes, mm-hmm. but he's fair. I yep. think I think he's more fair than people give him credit for. He, he'll definitely go off and make some people angry, but he's fair. So last night he's on there, and in an unfair way, 
it was just the weirdest thing. And as we're watching it, it's just one of those deals where you're like, the only reason he has that job is because a girl four years ago went to what is considered a, an offensive party. And the former white host said, I don't know. Let's let's not throw her out with the bathwater here. Let's just, you know, she's not that bad a person. And they're like, nope, you just supported the whole thing. You're out. So they put a black person in that job to appease people. Yeah. And that's racist to me. That's more racist. Somebody should talk to Emmanuel about that. Yeah, because that to me is like you got that job because you're a black man. Mm-hmm. Like they can't give the job to somebody else. Because so they, so they, it was no white man could have that job. And that's whatever. But first, that's a fact. First but black could, bachelor, we need that. that with yeah, you that's a fact. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't have a white guy asking Rachel questions about Race her antebellum questions. thing because what are these white people talking about? So he's sitting there, and then the Rachel girl comes out. Now, it turns out she was the last one picked. So through all the taping and all the stuff, the black bachelor picked the girl that's too racist to be on television, which I think she's over it. What do you mean the last one picked? She was the winner. Oh, she was. She was the one that the black bachelor liked the most. I thought you meant so the last one picked. That's, the what, I, that's what I thought, too. She was the winner. Winner. She yep. was the, they didn't. He didn't propose to her. He's like, I think that's going to – but I'm, I choose you over all the others. So through the whole process, this miserable, horrible, racist girl that's been portrayed in the media fooled that guy. Wins the heart. Yeah, and, and you know, and banged him and all that. I think she's over it, whatever we're accusing her of. So she sat there. They break up. Now, the reason they're not together is because Matt, after – because he had already chosen her, and then – they go on their hiatus and all this. All these pictures come out. The pictures come out. Dude calls her and says, we can't be together because these are too disturbing. He feels pressure from the community that you can't be with her. You can't. And he didn't defend her at all last night. Not one moment where that dude could have stood up and been a man and said, wow. everybody step back a second. She was wrong. She did something stupid, ignorant, whatever. But this is not a racist human being. This is a woman I supposedly love and all this other stuff. He felt the pressure from all the Instagram and Twitter fame that said you can't like her anymore, so he didn't. And you know what? I didn't defend her at all. She sat there, and the question that was asked of her that I'm like, this whole thing has spun so out of here. The question was, you're ignorant. Tell me why you think you're ignorant. That's how it was. Yes. Wow. Right. Wow. Jeez. And it's like, tell me what wow. made you ignorant. What? Where does your ignorance come from? And she goes, uh, I mean, how do you answer that? Yeah. So she and she handled it well, but it's like, yeah, it's it was a. I was with some friends at a thing. I just didn't know anything about who who. What 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 made it so you were okay with being that ignorant? That's Emmanuel saying. Yeah. And it's like, wow. uh, well, you know, I and and how how many nights did you weigh a lay awake? During the taping of this, waiting for all this to come out, she goes, "Not one." She goes, "I didn't think this was," a, and and so because and it just kept going back. Oh, because you were that you were that unaware. And then the dude comes out and he's like, "Yeah, just as a as a person, I just can't believe how hurtful those things you did to me." As a you know, and it was he's a victim. He's victimized, but you fell in love. You supposedly fell in love with her. Now he's the victim. Don't you stand up for some like if Brett gets into hot water for something he did five or six years ago? I'd be like, that's not the guy I know. So, yes, I'm not going to defend what he did, but that's not the guy. Let back off a little bit because that's a friend. That's something like I'm going to – like Brian Callen. I even – like when I'm not that good of friends with him. But when all that stuff broke, I text him. I'm like, I don't, I don't know you well enough to know this, but I'm going to take your word for it and not tear you apart. 
because this seems weird. And everybody's jumping. He goes, you're, you're, you're one of like four people that I know that hasn't – Rogan jumped off the bandwagon. Everybody yeah. – and he goes, I, I didn't know who, who, who was going to come out of the woodwork on this. And he goes, you're one of them. And he goes, and I appreciate it more than anything. And I'm like – and I told him, if it all comes out to be true, I'm walk. But until it does, I'm going to stand next to you and go, this isn't the guy I know. This isn't the person that I've met uh, several times. And I don't know you that well, but this doesn't seem right. And I'm like, but if it, if it all – I won't say, oh, it's over. And he's like, yeah. And he said, that's the world we live in. The dude was on TV last night just saying, and then you could tell he wants to be with her. He can't. And she's so cowardly that instead of just looking and going, I don't need any of this. You guys F yourselves. I'm not a racist. She's, she's so worried. That's a tough thing at that age. No, it's not. To stand up on national TV and say, hey, you just want it to go away. She's protecting her Instagram. She's protecting her her. Job as a contestant or as a future person on right. television. That, she, that's right. what she, she doesn't have. She she could go work anywhere. She's protecting her product. She's protecting her, her product. Yes. One of she, those, she didn't one, one of time stand up for herself. Do, um, at least you hear people that have been on them before. Is those they sell you that fact? Oh yeah. You can. You're going to get followers. We really like what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You might even yeah. do an offshoot. Well, with look. You. A couple all, of them have like cooking shows. All and, those and people like that. on that thing go from like eighty thousand followers to a million. Yeah, especially if you get to be the one at the end. I don't know what her follower number is, Rachel Kirkconnell, but I'm sure it's huge now. And so she, yeah, she's got to protect her product instead of sit back and say, you know what, none of this is worth it. And you guys want to paint me with this brush? And she sat back and took it, and I would have lost my mind, especially when that dude came out and he's like, I can't date you because you're what you did was so hurtful. And she's like, you didn't even know me when it happened. It's that, but it's easier for us to say that. I mean, she. Some people you would defend Ron if pictures of her came out. Talk your way out of that without going in, getting into it. But deeper. it's decency. You would defend Ronnie. You could just say, I "Would mean, you not?" If Kirby made a mistake six years ago, five years ago, four yeah. years ago, and did something stupid, and the world's calling her a racist, and they're putting pressure on you to like, Dad, you need to disown this. Yeah. Would you go on TV and go, "I just, I, I'm so disgusted, I'm so disappointed." With you. I think you're. Would you go on yeah. TV or would no. you say, "Hey, you're great. I, I fell in love with you." Yeah. I think you're amazing. The person that's being portrayed right now. Yeah, this is, is not, not who I person. know, and it does upset yeah. me that that's your history, and that bothers me. And but and they're like, and you have a long way to go. The, the journey you're on for recovering. And she just yeah. stared, and I'm like, we are in a really weird world where it's like, yeah, she made a mistake, she's owned up to it, and it's like, well, you've got so much work because you're so ignorant. You got so much work to do because of your ignorance. You're obviously his, an ignorant person. The history of Jesus was a, Christ is an example in a way, completely as far as knowing a person like is that the way that was. Portrayed and the way you know he right. owns the word. Let right? me say that though about Brenneman. I'm not going to be the guy who casts stones on. Is that who he is? It's not right. a representation of his person. Does Tom Brenneman say dirty words? Yes, absolutely. Yep. Do I a hundred percent of every day? I wish I was saying something filthier. I. It's just what we do. And to sit and have. I think society is. T- I, eventually, we're all going to get so sick of this. That the, that the fringe will eventually lose. We're this on two battle, or three right? years now. Thinking, gosh, when is this? Yeah, when does finally... it? When does the ebb and flow stop? But yeah. I mean, social media has gotten stronger, and I thought it would start to fade it. But it it has to eventually just stop. It's the Brenneman thing, be... punishment necessary. Lose your job with the Reds, sure. But to to make him that guy for, and we knew it when it happened. Hey, that's who he is now forever. That's what you do, as the you know. But is it? We're we're all super careful in situations that we don't say the wrong thing to the wrong person. I don't care if you're on the radio or you're a broadcast. It's just easier to get that guy. But if you're over at the LGE building across the way 
I don't know those people. I'm not going to go humping off homo F-words right. and terrible statements. Yesterday I had a meeting with Doug Hopkins and our salespeople, and it took me about 20 minutes before I told a story about ejaculate. <laughs> but it, I the felt room. comfortable. Like a you know? you're yeah, going that's, in. that's like a usually you're going in three yeah. minutes in. But I noticed our sales, our uh, Susan, our, our general sales man, she was there. Is that a, no, she was a general sales manager. Pe- there you go. Manager. Go with that. manager. Go with that. That's what I meant. I abbreviated yep. Uh, she was uh, there, and I told my story about how I had to walk to the Safeway a cup of my own junk because I didn't realize there are labs inside Safeway that take your semen because of the vasectomy stuff. And Susan's, oh, my God, sits back just like, oh, this is happening. I'm like, this is how guys talk to each other when we're comfortable. And it is, you know, if we're broadcasting this, like, hey, everybody, nice to meet you. But every time about the time, uh, you just don't start with it. So we're all super careful about words we use. And when we get into situations, just step in it. You're going to get punished, but it doesn't mean that's who you are. Susan's official title, exalted sales manager. Well, yeah, that's true. She's good, too. But, yeah, so, I mean, I, I met new people yesterday, and before the end of the thing, we're having a comfortable conversation where we're safe. Now, you know, you just realize, ah, these, these guys aren't going to throw me under the bus at any if for, a, for an off-color remark. But it doesn't mean who you are. You know, it, it isn't exactly a, a representation. Point, we represent everything. That people say, I mean, you, you've said something you regret. Sure. Or you, Everybody, uh, you yeah. know, he did an yeah. argument. Well, and whatever, then, they, then they asked her that. They said, what took you so long to apologize for your ignorance? And she's like, wow. I just wanted to make sure that it was real and it wasn't something I was saying just because people told me I had to. I wanted to make sure it came from me. And, uh, and they're like, man, all right. Did she handle it well other than she, not other, standing other than, up and telling them yeah, to fall? Other than protecting the product. So I just watched that. And I'm like, how in the world is it okay to just go, okay, you're dumb. You're just a dumb person. You're, you're now cast with that die, that you're just an ignorant person. And she didn't – if that would have happened, I'm like, look, I'm not an ignorant person. I did, I did a thing that was ignorant. I, and, she, and these pictures, they're coming out. And she goes, I just honestly got into the party – idea and took some pictures with some friends it wasn't a representation of god this is antebellum this is the latin for before the, the war it was about right yeah. but it was it was celebrating slave time south and she wasn't saying like, this is great wasn't it a better time this is this uh this exposes everything i actually believe yeah it was an ignorant moment she went to a party that's not who she is give her a break and the dude that was supposedly in love with her that slept with her a little bit before, now can't touch her because she's too racist. I bet she wasn't thinking about that when she was slobbing all over that thing, trying to win the game. God, what a game that is, too. <laughs> three girls at the end go to Fantasy Suites. Bones seconds. all three and then picks one. And, and we're talking about sexism and we're talking about racism and everything else on the show where it's like, I'm going to bang three chicks and in the end I'm going to pick one uh, because we're woke. It is the most backwards Crazy Why haven't we um, canceled every English actor in the United States? We're going to bring Finally. They're the ones who originally brought over. Well, don't start that. Yeah. So that's ignorant because we did, originally, the British, it wasn't necessarily all. The Dutch were involved. The Africans were involved. We had a lot of people direct, we could start blaming. It was a direct feed. Yeah. <laughs> we had a nice little pipeline there going. Was, Look. It was a billion-dollar business. The fact of the matter is we built our country on it, and it's wrong. And it's not to be celebrated. That's for sure. I don't understand that. Georgia State should be the one that's in trouble for having antebellum parties on their property. That's it. Wow. That gets into the whole Greek system and, oh, and everything that, that they're all that, about That needed to well. be canceled 100 years ago. I, I totally yeah. – I don't disagree, but yeah. I, I, 
There is some benefit. Our Shaka Zulu party gotten... was. Uh... <laughs> Did you have that? No, yeah, I wouldn't. Be... See, <laughs> that's how bad fraternities are. It doesn't surprise. We had me. an yep. around the world party. Yeah, and we had. So how I'm many sure people showed up in blackface? In hell. Mm-hmm. How many what? Blackface. Had Not to be... one. Come oh, on. No, you didn't. Have, you there's no. no there you wasn't. just didn't notice. You don't have an around the world party <laughs> in the early '80s where one jackass doesn't show up dipped in paint. We didn't. I don't None of your I can tell you the four years that I was there. Not, not one, one guy. Not one. In your group of people. No. In a time when it was okay. Yeah. Did, did any African No, and no one even. Um, no spear. I was watching. There was someone trying to do it. You know, I, my uh, senior year, I did the Logan, Ohio Shake Shop. And so, <laughs> I don't know what place in the, uh, around the you world. You dressed and, up like a shop. A bow tie. We had oh. the uh, shake. We and people well, thought they were that's just, just as lame as can be. I was watching an old password it was smash. episode. The word was spear. The clues were Africa, savages. <laughs> I'm like, this doesn't fly at all. <laughs> One of the questions the other day was dumb on uh, the match game. Dumb Donald is so dumb. He tried out for the Notre Dame football team and he uh, made a mistake and told the coach he wanted to be the blank back. Obvious answer is hunchback. Charles Nelson Riley wrote wet. And it was a match because that's what the lady said. It was a smash hit. <laughs> right up for wet back. I'm like, oh my God. You're telling me in that day and age, not one of your around the world buddies came in dressed up with the, the giant shield and the spear. Yeah. Oh, I don't believe No, because you you, I'm not buying that. I'm not either. Brady's I'm rose color. I would tell you if it <laughs> I know, if you remembered it. I don't think you, you've. We've had trouble I wasn't with your memory. Drunk. No, we've. Yeah, but you didn't even know half stuff that went on with your own family. The naked man stand on the roof. We had to tell you that was crazy. The, the only reason is because you know most of the people would pick a part around the world and match a cocktail. That's what the around the uh, world party was about. Each room in the house was a different cocktail. A cocktail, Brady, like a de- drink. Yeah, drink. It devolves into I guarantee so you, much more. When you weren't we looking, did those there too. was a dude in a frog outfit as a Frenchman. There was, <laughs> yeah. There was all sorts of uh, racial stereotype around the world thing going on. You, yeah. You, just because you I'm, dressed I'm, as a soda jerk doesn't mean everybody else. The opportunity was usually a coolie hat. But there oh, there was a coolie hat. And ours, there was coolie hats everywhere. If there was a coolie hat available, yeah. and there was one dude with a Nazi thing we on had, his arm, that was happening. We didn't have Dave that. Dave Plitnik yeah. was the fraternity brother. If you have anyone in the coolie hat, Plitnik was <laughs> put there just let alone in the fraternity. I mean, they, his nickname was Hop Singh. Because <laughs> he had a coolie hat? Yeah. yeah. No, he, he just because he's Plitnik and he was he was Filipino of all oh, the things. But that's close enough. But the Fernie brothers. <laughs> close you know, enough. Oh, it's yeah. over there. That's what they would do. Close enough. And anytime <laughs> the phone would ring, Hop Singh, can you get the phone? That was oh, the big God. joke. <laughs> Fantastic. Right, and why were you so ignorant? You're an ignorant person. Uh, why were you so ignorant? Isn't that a tough question to because, answer? Because um, hugely I, tough. Yeah. I enjoyed being ignorant. Yeah, it well, was fun. you did. You were racist. It was a, it was a good one. Then, then we were right about. You. If that's the case, we were all ignorant. I'm, back I'm, in the day. I, that's the point of you. Yeah, we were. Yeah. yeah, you're ignorant until you learn. Right. It's so annoying. But yeah, it was just such a weird episode last night. To the, and it's over. And I'm. I, I think every. And funny thing was looking at comments on the on that guy's page on Matt James the Bachelor's page. It's like stand up for that girl, you dick. Like, the majority of people, like, the internet doesn't tell you the truth. The headline's like, internet hates this guy. Bill Burr's in trouble for uh, being on the Grammys and presenting. And it is, like, you don't. It's like a 10-second thing. He presented a Latino Grammy 
He his, some of the let some of the awards were cl- he did a cluster of a, a classical performance. Yeah. He couldn't pronounce all, the girl's all name. Latin. Oh yeah, and the one he said, uh, which is great, he said, "I can't say this lady's name, Natalie." What? And he tried it, and he goes, "I'm sorry, I butchered your name. I'm sorry, <laughs> Natalie. You win." She wasn't there. He said, "I accept the award on her behalf." And he goes, "Feminists are going nuts right now. Uh, they're they're going to be wondering why is this cis white male doing all this Latino stuff?" Well, he was right because this lady comes on. And goes, yeah, Bill Burr. Oh, and then there was a piano thing during the classical performance. That was depressing. And he goes, anybody else feel like killing themselves during the piano solo? Because that was rough. <laughs> Not the guy to have no, presenting. You, yeah, but you had him on. You had, and so people but you know like, what you're getting going in. It says, how hard is it pr- to pronounce Natalie Lafourcade's name? Couldn't you have practiced the names prior to the show? You could have easily asked anyone on the show to tell you how to pronounce it. And jokes about killing yourself after performance, disgusting. In one breath, that white man made fun of a POC's name. I think POC sounds racist. Yeah. A POC's I agree. name. It's just, a new, it's just the it's newest P- thing. It's What's so POC? close to POS. They a prefer, person of color. They prefer oh, Pac now. Yeah. They yeah. prefer Pac. Is it Pac? No. No. Because no. I saw two Pacs walking down yeah. the street, and that's going to confuse people. <laughs> Racism, feminism, very on brand representing the Grammys. Bill Burr has no excuse to insult Beethoven and Natalie Forcade in the same breath. I think Bill Burr is funny making jokes about Natalie Forcade. No, I don't. Good tweet. I think that's just a bad call by the Academy. Oh, yeah, but it isn't. No, it's Bill not. Bill Burr's funny. He's fine. I he know. can present but, that deal. Look, you if know we're how the Academy. Well, they don't have to they worry do, about but anything. They've done, that for, they've done that for years on those on those awards. The awards they try in to different do the categories. Levity. Bring right. some levity to it. But I think Brady's yeah. saying is like you know what you're getting bringing right. Bill Burr yeah, in. Well, that's, exactly. that's not. He's kind of saying that's Academy. with Chris Rock. Oh yeah, Kevin Hart. Chris Rock did it when he hosted the Grammys once and Coldplay played, and he goes. I don't understand this band. It makes me want to kill myself. Coldplay. <laughs> and he introduced them kind of that way. Same way about the, the Cure when the Cure won. So, yeah. well, let me put it this way, though. I, I mean, the only reason why, it's not that tall of an order. What? But when that when he's reading the lady's name off, it would be like an example in uh, going into the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah. John, I don't know his name. Anyway, John, you got the award. She didn't even show up for it, so who cares? Yeah, and, I'm, uh, and I'm accepting it on John's that's behalf. That's not true. So-and-so. That's not true. Because you know who you're presenting at the uh, Hall of Fame. You don't know who wins the Grammy. You open the thing. So you don't know. You can study the nominees. You're going to know the names. But when you look at it and butcher it. Most of the times they're saying the names first. Sure. And then they go in the winner. A lot of the time. The announcer announces who the person is. that particular one that Bill Burr was doing. It wasn't that hard a name. I know. But wasn't he – didn't he know that they were winning it? No. Because they didn't do the whole presentation thing. He's, he even said it. He goes, I thought it was going to be on TV. I put a suit on. Who watched this? Right. Where did you even find it? It was the pre-ceremony. Yeah. It was well, all the ones on that they, stream, on they streamed it. Yeah. Oh. They streamed it. Because he's like, I thought it was going to be on TV. And that's people di- diving deep looking for crap. To, Absolutely. To the one guy, Kevin McGuire, about. this guy, Kevin McGuire, tweeted. He said, Bill Burr is trending because some folks are outraged over something he said at the Grammys, which means one thing. This is the first time those people have ever seen Bill, Bill Burr. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me that you, you, can't, silly. you can't sit back and say, oh, he butchered a name. But a lot of the times that happens when they're like, you know, and the nominees are, and they, and they just run videos, and then he opens an envelope and sees who it is. He should have done a better job of preparing for I, it, sure, but he sure. He did, that's sure. And then maybe a better category, too, where he could have. Yeah. I mean, but, that's probably not the best one to put him But in. we're in a world where it's like, why is, why is a white guy giving out, uh, in the world that we want to be homogenized and diverse, why is a white man giving out Latino awards? Because he can. Who cares? 
Why does that bother you? You're not, not really hurt by next it. Next year it'll be Edward James almost yeah. coming in because he's the token <laughs> yeah, Mexican right. guy anyway. So they'll Is just he still alive? Yeah. bring him in. La Familia, I think that's called, isn't it? They bring do it in. Lou Diamond Phillips, who isn't even Latino. Yeah, yeah. him yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> it just it goes back to the idea last night in the Bachelor. Where I was looking at that Mac. I'm like, you weren't. This didn't hurt you. Nothing that girl did actually hurt you unless you let it hurt you. Yeah. She went to a party you didn't even know about, and all of a sudden it hurts you. It's like no, it can hurt your feelings that the girl you like has that history. And you can talk to her about it. It didn't hurt you socially or anything. Stop it. Everybody Can't wait just for stop his it. book. My heart was crushed. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody's like, we're mad at Bill Burr for being Bill Burr? Yeah. Uh, I don't think, you know, you should necessarily bring him out to bring out awards if you're worried about this stuff. You're trying to be safe. But the guy is being who he is. Trevor Noah, who I find to be one of the most boring comedians of all time, uh, on The Daily Show says some stuff that's pretty yeah. one-sided and out there and has controversy. He's not the safest guy. He just feels safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was boring. Well, he's four, he's four and two, so he has that. Oh, he's got he's Bryant Gumble with an accent. Yep. I mean, he's the safest guy to sell yep. ever. But yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's uh, and that's Louis Moses said that he goes, he's Bryant Gumble. I'm like, my God, he is. And he's saying he's from South Africa. He's like the safest person to give. Nobody can come down on him right now. I mean, he's black. He's from another country. Uh, he succeeds here because he's he's smart and he's he's good. John, I know you know this, but the people that are getting on Bill Burr forget that he has a wife that is black. Yeah. He is with a POC. Yeah, but that doesn't count break. anymore. That, doesn't, that no, doesn't cut it? It doesn't count. Somehow or another, that doesn't count anymore. Like, because uh, Dave, Sorry, Dave Chappelle's wife is Asian, and he does the, Hello, honey. He does yeah. that to her. People were <laughs> mad about that. She's not mad about it. Shut right. up. He, like, he's being horrible to her on purpose because it's funny between them, and he makes a part of his thing. That's why we like comedians. They take their lives. They present it to us as uh, a, a reasonable image of what we think we are, and it, we relate to it. That's funny. You do that to Medea on your phone. It says Miss New Booty. Yeah. Oh yeah, because she's got a <laughs> thick ass. <laughs> she does. And I didn't really notice it because I'm not supposed to do that to friends <laughs> until his phone rang and his and car said Miss New Booty. And I'm like, I got to take a look at her ass again. <laughs> I knew she looked good. I just didn't. Is it a big ass? And I'm like, I looked like, and I couldn't help it. We're at your house. And I'm like, Miss New Booty's in the house. <laughs> <laughs> that's ran through my head because you did it. Oh, I know. That's funny. And Another it is one. funny. Yeah, I can care less. I know. I'm not, not going to do anything yeah, about it unless she makes the first move. Oh, here we go. Another one. <laughs> John, thank you for making me realize how much I am like Brady this morning. I thought POC meant piece of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> It can. It depends on the lady you run into. Damn, this a POC is a piece of chocolate. POC, when I heard that from the police, we did a story on that a couple years ago. It said on a POC, and I'm like, whoa, 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 that yeah. can't be right. Yeah. I have a beer can that's called POC. Uh-oh. It's Pilsner on call. Oh, man. Well, not anymore, it's not. Better get rid of that one. They Canceled. say that POC. It's a cancel can. You're a POC. That, to me, sounds... Super racist, but evidently that's okay. But I, if I was a POC, I'd be mad at POC. I'm like, don't call me a POC. I'm just a guy. Wait a second, John. Wasn't Brady in a black fraternity once? Well, he, he charged in Honorary. there and taught him the handshake. I was on a plane with Brady where he walked by I've a guy. I've seen that. I've and he seen was that, in the, too. He was in the, he had the fraternity logo. <laughs> hey, sup, home, slice. Say you. And hey, fi, hey. And he puts his hand out, and the dude's like, what? And he, he gives him a shake, and he goes, how do you, how do you know that? You're one of the Lambda Lambda Lambdas yeah. or what? Yeah. He's, yeah. He's a Lambda. Gave him the handshake, and then the guy's face was like, it's over. Like, his, like you could just see like his whole fraternity was over. Like, what? They're in. What's Kraken doing? They're the Kraken knows. <laughs> Kraken's in. 
They don't want you in there. You know Snoop mm-hmm. Heflin? What's up? Yeah. What's up? P.O.C. Yeah. <laughs> Would you ever call a person of, hey, what's up, uh, P.O.C.? Excuse me, P.O.C.? You'd never do it. It sounds terrible. I think it's insulting. I do, it's I do insulting. Yeah. Like if I'm, I'm, Can like you be a, a prou- proud black man or a proud P.O.C. Man? Yeah. How about this? Like you're My standing, P.O.C. friend? Yeah, you're standing in Winston? a in a, in a, uh, in a payway, right? And you're just hanging out. I don't know why you're in a payway. You're in a Uh-oh. payway. And something goes on and somebody spills something. And it's like, I believe uh, right over there by the POC is yeah. where we can get the mop. Uh-huh. You'd say guy in green shirt or like <laughs> the dude over there in the hat. No, the POC the is POC. racist. Oh, yeah. We have Way so many worse. like boundaries that are so bad. But, yeah, you should have watched that batch last night. That John, was, does that mean man. white people pwocks, P-W-O-C's? People without color. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> they ran with wasp for a while. Yeah. If you were, if One Anglo Saxon. Oh, they still use Protestant. that every now and then. That's yeah. more religion thing, yeah. too, though. It was based in the Anglo Saxon Protestant. Now it's just white. White. Or uh, you have that other option. You don't. You don't want to answer that. You know what my hand... You don't have to answer it. And I don't know. This might be a oh, medical... Oh, non-Latino? Yeah, yeah. It'll yeah. say non-Latino, or you'd rather just not answer Why is that a thing? Because on my uh, wristband at the hospital, it said that Caucasian... Not Latino on my wristband. Is there some sort of a medical thing that they can do to white people that Mexicans like have yes. seizures from? <laughs> like he's not. There's none of them is Latino. I'm like, all right. And why is that on there? That's kind of obvious. I mean, I am legal. White. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Like a status thing. They never checked my papers though. That I could be illegal from Sweden or Canada. I know. <laughs> but yeah, it said non. Latino on my thing, and I'm like, but it didn't say non-black, non-Asian, just non. That was the one, Caucasian, non-Latino. I'm like, what it is that for? Sounds aggressive. It just sounds so like rude. We, this yeah, good. <laughs> it just sounded weird. Anyway, but yeah. So if you've got that situation, you should stand up for somebody. If I had a friend who got in trouble for doing something five years ago, people wanted his ass for it today, and I thought, hey, this was. I don't even know that dude knew he was there. I don't even know if he knew what he was getting into. Yes, that's ignorant and dumb, but this is not who he is. He's not, he's not out there trying to keep people. He's not trying to keep people from getting jobs and everything else based on their color of skin. And we've lost the plot completely on what, what a racial act versus racism is. We have, no, we have no blurred line there anymore. In fact, Emmanuel Acho did a good job of that last night. He goes, I think there was uh, racial insensitivity. You are probably not a racist, but yes. you've got a long road ahead of you. It's like, no, she doesn't. She, she's just got a, whoops, oh boy, I got to eat some crap here for a little while, and then hopefully this. But she, like Brett said, she's, she did such a job protecting her, her Instagram fame. Yeah, her brand. Because her brand yeah. needs to make sure that it's, she's taking all the correct steps. If it was me, that would have been a huge, you know what, I'm not, you guys are dicks, first of all, for even calling me ignorant the way you're doing it. Yeah. Just, you know what, have a decent conversation with me. I've told you I'm sorry for this. I didn't even know about these parties. I was ignorant to what antebellum is. And guess what? Loads of people are. And it so goes, this is it a good deeper thing. deeper than that. Not only Instagram, but just her career in general. Well, I mean, she's, 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 she's not even any company. She's 24. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And so you're worried about so even careers, anyone even getting anything she wants to do. Well, if but she's again, labeled that way. She's and, being told by people like you're – but there is no career. Right. It's Instagram. Fan. Right. And that's that's now like what you protect over your your own personal pride, and that was what was dis- disheartening last night was she was protecting her Instagram numbers, and the possible monetization of her page 
before she protected her own being. But does this screw her for future endeavors? Oh, no. I mean, I mean, yes, it does. No. Is she going to wind know. up being? Um, no, in time, everything will fade. She'll be fine. She's young. She's twenty-four. I don't know. Tom Brenneman. No, she'll be fine. She's it heaven for Tom. Tom's older. Tom's right. doesn't matter. Tom's got a history. It's, it's going. She to has stick. no history. It's going to stick. Is she, she going to be no the history. new Amarosa? Like no. she's just going to be the bitch in anything it's they need in a reality show? No. Yeah, she'll she'll do stuff, but it won't be like good things. She's right. never coming back on that Bachelor show. I don't think she's going to do that. That's the goal. That's yeah. the whole point of that is to be on that thing thirty times. What's her yeah. name again? Uh, Rachel Kirkconnell. Yeah. She's got that, 547,000 so What I miss now is, in this day and age, she can't just go do Playboy and, and erase it all. That used to be the fix-all back in the day. Well, she should try. I think I, I, know, would, I would take a gander at that, yeah. but she, she, she has to go to, like, fans. She has to be dirty about it. She can't mm-hmm. just go do a, 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 a classy layout where she shows America her cans and it's like, well, she was controversial, but thank you. For, Playboy fixed everything back in the yeah. day. There were women who did terrible things, like, I'll just do a Playboy shoot. And, uh, and Jessica Hahn. For God's sakes, that woman did things to tear down men's career. And then it was like, oh, she showed her cans. Next thing you know, she's in the Wild Things video with Kennison and she's on tour. And like, it fixed everything. Just it put her in a new group of people. John, I'm confused. So we've come full circle. Colored person is racist. Terrible. Person of color is correct. Yes. Get it right. I don't understand anything anymore. I just Another don't one uh, might have gone to an antebellum party or two. <laughs> Uh, John, just so you know, non-Latino means that you have insurance. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what was on my thing? <laughs> All I thought about was what kind of what kind of serum can they inject into a Latino that I can get, or vice versa? Like he's a non-Latino, he can oh, have the stuff. He gets pudding. He get, yeah, that was I got loads <laughs> of pudding. They did bring me tons of pudding, but ironically, mostly black, Asian, and Latino nurses. I did an Indian. I didn't. I didn't have. A, oh, I had a one white nurse. One and and actually sat in the room with a black nurse while the TV was on this thing and they were talking about giving scholarships away because only a certain percentage of doctors are black and she goes, I work here. I haven't seen a white doctor in ten years. <laughs> I'm like, I haven't either. I didn't want to say anything. She said, None of them are black. None of them are white. She goes, They're all from somewhere else. And I'm like, You're great. Give me that pudding. Another one says, uh, John, the white non-Latino is to distinguish the weird red-headed Canelo Mexicans. But why? They're yeah, why do you need to, what, why do you need what to point them out? What serum can't they have yeah. that it needs to be pointed out? What what can't they give you as a Mexican that will? So, how many Manny Pacquiao debates did you get into with the nurses at the hospital? Uh, well, there were no Filipino nurses. Okay, surprisingly, right. not one. Native, uh, two black, one white, and Asian. Oh, you had a POC, but she huh? wasn't a Filipino Asian. You I had, had a POC, I had all POCs. Oh, well. They're not just black people. All POC. You have to be ill color. I'm a POC. But actually, technically not. Because I don't have color. White is the absence of all color. So you're right. I'm a PW. You're POW. P- person of, of whiteness. whiteness. I think I like the WOC without color. <laughs> Non-Latino, they call myself. It's weird. But yeah. So The Bachelor. Oh, on and on and on about it. So Rachel Kirkconnell's available. She's not a racist. She's hot. Get on her Instagram page and start popping her. She lost a ton of weight, too. She came out and was like, oh, man, this has hit her hard. She looked unwell, but still. Mm. You know, she went on TV and banged a black guy and then can't have a job because she's racist. And I thought that was the uniting of the clans. I thought that's everything uh, Martin Luther King wanted. That's a step in the right direction. 
Is this the whole uh, bachelor party thing? most of the crew. Bounder, 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 yeah, bounder, 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 bounder. Strong, strong. It was the one that looks like uh, uh, Russell Westbrook got second place. And she's uh, he boned that too. He hit a couple. Of course he did. Well, because it's a, it's a show about feminism. These three, all these women compete for a guy. So three of them bone at the end. Then the Bachelorette is about masculinity. (laughs) What is if this is about feminism? Westbrook. (laughs) Yeah, none of it makes sense that they try to be so PC, and the whole show is based on bone three, pick one, whittle it down to three, bone all of them. We'll give you room to bone them too. They give them a special boning room. Good room. There's an entire there's an entire (laughs) episode called the Fantasy Suite. Where they get bigger special rooms for boning. And he has to give him an invite for it. So the best part is, is like, if the date's going well, he's like, all right. And he gives him a card that said, I'd like to have you join me in that big boning room. Fantasy suite night. She's like, yes. And then the door closes and the cameraman isn't allowed in. And they get it on. And then, they, then the cameraman comes back in and they're laying in bed together, naked most of the time because they got done boning. And then the next, that night, he's got a date with another one. Gives her, and then the third girl has to go in there and get all that slop thrown on her because he's been trolling all week. It's great. It's a great show. In the Debone suite? There she is being incredibly racist with the guy that ended up picking her. Isn't he ignorant for not seeing through any of that? She fooled him, and he wanted to be uh, her husband. I think it's ridiculous. Such a silly show. Love I think the it's ridiculous. Love that show. <laughs> it could have been their house. No, that's the, bon- that's the Bonin suite. Oh. That's at uh, Nemecolon, wow. Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, and this place is like pretty, pretty high end. How many followers does she have, Brett? Three hundred thousand. Six hundred thousand. Five hundred forty-seven thousand. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. She's got to protect that. Anyway, often, often running on that. But if Bill Burr is there, expect Bill Burr again. It's like we said yesterday. You walk a cheetah uh, on a harness, and the cheetah attacks you. Uh, you were the one doing the abnormal thing, not the cheetah. Putting a right. harness on a cheetah is you doing the weird thing and then blaming you're not the victim. The cheetah was the victim. Same thing. Bill Burr shows up at a party and says something and somebody's like, I can't believe that man. It's like, that's Bill Burr. Uh, we expect that. He's comfortable shoes. We know he's not going to go too far. It's funny. He's, he's, he's taking a piss on the whole situation. So just settle down a little bit. Everybody just calm down. And I think for the most part, everybody is calmed down. But the lunatics scream and yell. And make us all think like we're all at odds and we're at war and everybody's an idiot and all, all of us have a terrible history and we're all out to get it. No, we're not. We're all just trying to get by. The internet and social media is telling you you got to hate everybody. While they preach love and peace and unity, all they do is divide. It's terrible. I, mi- I miss the old days. That's why I watch Baywatch and Password and Match Game now. <laughs> like the, those, they had Academy Award winners, stuff like that. God, there was a great one that said, Butch... Sundance, what was it, Butch, Butch and Sundance, what was that? Butch, Butch Cassidy, Cassidy and, and Sundance, Sundance Kid, Kid. was a, a movie about two great friends uh, who rode blah, blah, blah. And then it said, well, well the little-known fact was they were really blank. All right, what, what do we got here, the answers? And, uh, and the guy goes, homos? And one of the answers was the homo F word, and everybody else said wow. queen. And, one, and another one was great where a guy said uh, the psychiatrist – has a very strange patient. Uh, and uh, when a friend asked, what's your strangest patient? said, I have a guy who lives in a closet because he thinks he's a blank. Two answers were queer, and one, <laughs> and one was queen, and the other was a hanger, which was really Charles great. Nelson Riley was queen? No. He, oh, Richard Dawson. No, he dodges that. Actually, it was Greg Morris from Mission Impossible. Nice. <laughs> the black guy, the POC, was the least sensitive one. And Betty White, actually, was the other one. But they didn't care. They had a blast. 
And then Gene Rayburn's kissing all the girls' necks, and Dawson's, Dawson banged every contestant that came on that show. It, it was just a better time. <laughs> it really was. Everybody was just a little bit more relaxed. Sure, there was a lot of racist, weird stuff. You knew stuff, the racist was. Yeah, you found out who they were, and you, just, you either dodged it or you didn't. It was a better time. Uh, it's 721. What do you got on the big uh, computer screen? That's right, because that's the only way I can do pick it up now. the board. You can pick it up with that thing. I can pick it up, but the handwriting write. will be ridiculous. Show me the board. Yeah, you Tiffany. won't see anything. Hey, <laughs> Tiffany. Mm. So the wake-up song brought to you guys by Action Ride Shop over there in Mesa, around Southern and Gilbert Road. And uh, Josh over there just texted me yesterday reminding us that uh, – that big storm that rolled through forty-one inches of snow Whoa. up at Snowball. So if you're looking to you're looking to get on the skis or uh, snowboard this weekend, head up Action Ride Shop for all your gear rentals and all the fun stuff. See, Check them out on Facebook. You did all this with one hand. Yeah. You that can't. What type you've been doing hand? the whole the whole time? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it took me an hour to do it, but I got it. Well, so, I'll let you pick out of this. So then. we got uh, Mr. Mr. Broken, Broken Wings, Wings for us. <laughs> That's it. It's a great song. We're doing Mr. Me? Mr. Done. <laughs> the show of Broken Wings. This is our new theme song. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Brett's got a broken wing. Yeah, this is a great song. <laughs> Mr. Mr. got railroaded. This is a phenomenal tune. You ever been in a karaoke bar when somebody bravely attacks Broken Wings? No. There's they a part of, underwater uh, quick. Oh, no, no. This song is easy in the beginning. And then it starts going at the end, and the, and you and somebody's running out of air by the by the three minute mark, and it takes <laughs> learn to fly again, learn to live so free. And you're like, that's easy, we can knock that out. And then at the end, take, you've got to hit that thing for like a minute, <laughs> and people are all just gassed out. This is the funniest karaoke accident because everybody knows it. People think it's a simple line. It isn't. This song is hard to sing, and it's a great song. Curie. <laughs> Garbage. The follow-up? Forget <laughs> yeah. it. Broken Wings was amazing. You can't beat Broken Wings. And that is our theme song. Who's, i, I got to blame somebody for this one. I yeah, put the name uh, Sean is. Porter. You but can blame Sean, Sean Porter for this Great one. suggestion, Sean. Hilarious <laughs> on top of it. Plus, it's a great thing. It's a great yeah. When was the last song? time this was played on KUPD? Uh, when this was on, uh, was it on Rock Band? It was on Rock Band or one of those singing ones? Oh, okay. On the video games. Yeah. I tried to master this thing. This is one of the harder ones to get. Really? Yeah. Uh, for some reason, this thing has some ending stuff that gets gets dancey. Great song, though. Did anybody cover this? This is dying to get covered. And and just and just spruced up for a modern rock thing. Put a little double bass on this somewhere and start. <laughs> this is. I love this song. And it's uh, led by Richard Page, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Uh, so it works out. You got two broken wings in the room. Yeah. Richard Page, which is Toledo's real name. <laughs> Brady, I don't know what you have to do with this, but you're Mister Mister because you don't remember anybody's name. What's <laughs> up, Mister Mister? I almost spit it out. I almost got a little coffee shop. You guys partake? I'll partake. Hit me.